Hi, this is Margaret Coatman, and again, I'm continuing the episodes of Being Diabetic. So today's topic, I thought I would actually talk about feet. Feet are a main concern of diabetics. Whenever you go into your doctor, your doctor always says, take care of your feet. For some reason, diabetes loves to attack the feet. So... It's not necessarily a bad thing because I don't know about you, but I kind of neglected my feet up until I became a diabetic. I mean, I didn't totally neglect them, but I didn't totally take care of them either. So they just kind of existed and I just kind of went through the rigmarole of my daily life without really thinking about my feet. When I came a, became a diabetic though, There wasn't really too many unusual problems except for the fact that my heels would crack. And normally this happened when, at least in my perspective, in my mind, and what I was going through, it came when I was a little bit dehydrated. So, you know, you get a little bit dehydrated, it takes away from other parts of the body, and of course it's taken away from the feet because it's bringing it up more closer to the heart and then the heels crack but I've, I've dealt with that since I was a kid so nothing too unusual it's just that as a diabetic you have to watch for infections and of course when your heels crack open which is pretty common then bacteria can actually get in there and cause some problems so it's always good to keep your feet clean And another thing is the calluses. The calluses are just ongoing. So this is one thing I had to talk to my doctor about because I told him I just constantly end up with these thick calluses on my feet. And basically what he said is it's good to keep it down because you don't want it to get too thick. If it gets too thick, then you're going to deal with cracks on other parts of your feet. So... I've generally only had fissures on the back of my heels, certainly don't want it on the rest of my feet, so I kind of keep them to a minimum. And currently in my state, I'm still allowed to use like uh, pumice stone on the bottom of my feet. I have this nice little tool as well that actually sands it down, and they get so thick, you don't think about sanding down as something like surgery or something, but it kind of is when you think about it. But I'm still allowed to use these tools. I have not had a doctor yet tell me that I can't. And of course, check with your doctor before doing something of that nature. For other people, such as the elderly, the doctor may actually suggest a podiatrist to actually take care of your feet or to go into a beauty salon and actually have your feet taken care of there. And, of course, that's another issue. You have to be aware of the beauty salons because um, your feet have been in there where there have been other feet. And who knows how they've cleansed it. And you can actually come out with fungal infections, stuff of that nature, by actually visiting beauty salons. And, you know, for a while there, I remember a few years back, they were actually warning people not to do that. Because it wasn't as sanitary as like soaking your feet at home and then doing your feet at home. 
So uh, some people may take it to a podiatrist. Other people like me, I, <laughs> I, I kind of, I'm at a do-it-yourself type person anyways. So I'm going to do it at home. But definitely take care of your feet. They're the only feet you have. One of the things that the doctor was doing when I was at the office the other day is he was checking between my toes. And so I guess that's where um, a lot of the infections start and then it can end up damaging your feet. The problem with the diabetic's foot is oftentimes you don't have feeling on the bottom of your feet. I have feeling. Like, so when he's poking me in different spots, I can feel that. Now, if he would have tried that 10 years ago, that would not have been the case because my neuropathy was to the point where I couldn't actually feel the bottom of my feet. So really weird. Either that or it was just really calloused over one of the two. But I remember there being a time when I could not feel the bottom of my feet. So that's something that has regenerated and that has come back, which is, to me, miraculous. So... Never give up hope. Talk to your doctor, see your podiatrist, and see what kind of game plan you can actually do to actually improve that area. Or perhaps even improve the circulation of your feet. And sometimes, you know, I think everybody should be walking anyways. A diabetic, if, if you're going to remain healthy, I think it's good to get in at least 20 minutes of exercise every day, if not 30 or 40. So basically what this does is this helps the circulation of the blood in the body and this helps get you moving. And that's one of the things we as diabetics we need is we need that constant circulation. Especially as we get older, things tend to slow down, things start to hurt, things start to cramp up, and of course exercise is just just a must. So most people know this anyways uh, about exercise. Some people have it in their head three days a week. Really? I mean, I think personally you need to exercise every day. Every day at least dedicate yourself 20 minutes if not more of exercise. That's just a walk around the block or in the park, walking the dog, doing whatever, just going out there and breathing in that that oxygen out there and also taking in that vitamin D that's another thing diabetics are low on vitamin D for whatever reason when you go outside you get that natural vitamin D from the sunlight so you're actually giving yourself a double benefit by getting not only soaking in the vitamin D but you're also getting that that walk that's so needed by diabetics as well. So those are two very vital things. So when you go and take your walk during the day, pay attention to that. That vitamin D that you get from the sun will be very beneficial to you, as well as the walk, which will be great for your circulation. So anyways, I just wanted to end it at that. I thought that was a very important take on it. Oh yes, one more thing before I forget and have to start another podcast. But uh, shoes are important. Now, this is the thing about shoes is a lot of times diabetics, they have problems with swollen feet. And the doctor will prescribe like a water pill sometimes. You know, that's mainly for people who have like diabetes slash 
high blood pressure, you know, you get a little extra water in the legs or whatever. This happens with congestive heart failure over a period of time. People live for it for many, 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 many years before that actually happens. Um, but, you know, walking actually helps to reduce that as well. And so uh, when you actually walk, it'll actually hopefully bring it back up. But if not, just try to cut back on your sodium from intake from what I've seen. So anyways, watch your feet. Oh, now getting to the point that I meant to get to. Shoes. I wear sandals. I wear things that are comfortable for my feet. Um, if you have a wide foot, sandals are fantastic because you can spread your toes out a little bit. If you have a regular job where you have to wear tight shoes, just be careful of what kind of shoes you're wearing. Try to wear comfortable shoes. Make sure it's easy on not only the toe area and the, the, um, the, the ball of the foot, you know, the front ball of the foot, but make sure it's comfortable on the back ball of the foot as well. So make sure your shoes aren't too tight to where they're actually rubbing you wrong because um, when you're diabetic, I, I hate to say fashion's out the door, but your foot's just going to fit in shoes a tad bit differently. And I got a wide foot, so I, I'm telling you, I <laughs> don't have any fashion goals in mind at all when it comes to my shoes. Because um, it can be a little bit more difficult to find. But I found sandals can actually accommodate like slight fashion uh, slash um, comfortable on the feet. And that's really important to make sure your shoes aren't rubbing wrong. And heels are, I, I don't know, if, you, if you're wearing heels and you're diabetic, hey, I give you kudos for that. I can't wear heels any longer. And, of course, that, that actually stemmed from actually before I was a diabetic, I actually broke my right leg and I got metal in it. And my leg was never the same after that. So um, definitely don't do heels anymore. Definitely do flat shoes. But I mean, if if you you can do heels, or if you disagree about anything, you know, please kindly leave a comment and let's discuss it. I would love to discuss it in the podcast. So, anyways, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Again, this is Margaret Frick, uh, Margaret Coatman, and um, of course, I do have two web pages on Facebook that you can check out. I have Diabetes Aware which goes uh, 10 years back to information that I've actually researched on diabetes and uh, another web page which is called Diabetes and Exercise which goes more into the exercise routines and, and just the different various fun things you can actually do out there as a diabetic which there isn't really too much you can't do um, but there's a whole lot of new things you can do so Go ahead and visit those sites, listen to the podcast, and remember, be good to each other. Have a great day. Bye-bye.